you are listening to episode 64 of the Keto Island Boys podcast. On this week's episode, we talk about working out fasted. We also discuss how many miles Jeff ran this week. And then we also discuss how many miles Heinz didn't run this week. And we also talk about the keto bread phenomenon and looking for that. We also have a special guest who shares her story keto mama 808 on instagram about how she used keto to help fight her cancer thank you i hope you enjoy Welcome, everybody. This is Heinz, and I've been doing keto since March of 2018. And this is Jeff, and I have been doing keto since September of 2017, and we are the Keto Island Boys. Keto Island Boys. Correct. And today we have episode... <laughs> what episode is it? We're episode 64. <laughs> 64. Yeah. Yeah, we've had a uh, we've had a lot of last um, episode. The running on keto got a lot of good responses, and people were pretty interested on, on that. Um, and speaking of running on keto, I just came back from an eight mile run today. Oh damn! How was that? Just like an hour ago. Um, yeah, I was at Alka. I mean, today was the, probably the nicest day it's ever been in Seattle for the past like two months. So the sun was That's out. Sick. But it was really crisp and cold. And so, yeah, I started at Alki, kind of near the Mirror Nation station. Uh, and, I, okay. and I ran four miles back uh, out towards the south. And then I ran four miles back. Yeah, no problem. I, I was actually pretty good. I probably could have ran a couple more miles. It's the longest run I've done in, in months um, by myself. And, um, you know, my running group, no one wanted to come with me. It was so nice outside. They probably all had happy hours or whatnot but uh, i ran myself and was able to pace faster and and uh it was good what was your pace uh 10 just above 10 it was like 10 oh Oh, nice yeah a mile so pretty impressed and pretty happy and my feet kind of hurt now (laughs) from running but uh so yeah because then damn you ran for pretty much an hour and 20 minutes uh what did you what were you listening to uh or did you have headphones? DJ on Mixcloud that I've been – I was going to listen to a podcast, but nice. I needed some upbeat music. So the, the nice. DJ Manchu is his name on Mixcloud, and he had these really good mixes that were like 45 minutes long, and I just kept um, putting three of those on. But I ran today. Not only did I run today, but I did um, – Lindsay, she, at our work, she had a hit class that she teaches now like twice a week at a work. That's dope. And so I, dope. I did that earlier today at 11. Wow. And I did that. I did this all 
fasted. So I ran the eight miles today. I haven't eaten anything since last night at nine o'clock p.m. Oh, you still haven't eaten? Yeah, I, I mean, I just finished the food before we started this this podcast. Okay, 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 okay. okay. Uh, for yeah, for like an hour, I ate. That's it. I'm I'm pretty full now. So workout. I woke up, had my coffee with the MCT oil, the the cream, and then did the workout. And then went straight to Alki, ran eight miles, came back, and I was good, man. Like, I, I really don't think people think you need to eat something <laughs> before they run, but uh, I, I did it fasted almost 24 hours, and I, I was flying. Um, what did you do for um... – what did you do for uh, your hit class today? Yep. Like, what was? So we did, and it was an hour workout. And Lindsay had, uh, she had uh, five exercises, six minutes each exercise. Like the first exercise would be like, um, uh, would be like lunges, and then toe taps. Like you tap the ball fifty times with your feet you know, back and forth, up and down. It's like tapping the stairs in a cadence. Right? Yes. Yeah, so, so we do that. And then the second exercise would be like front squats, you know, with weight. And then we do toe tapping on the ball. And then the other one would be like, um, you know, wall wall climbs. Like you walk backwards up a wall three times and then to toe tap. So she had th- six different exercises uh, for six minutes each. And then she had a killer plank exercise at the end for like 10 minutes. So uh, Was she playing music during your workout? Oh, yeah. Yep. She definitely was playing music. Yeah. Oh, did she do that usually before when you work out with her? Oh, yeah, man. That was like – I feel like I felt like I passed the reins on to Lindsay. And by the oh. way, if you want to follow her on Instagram, she is Linz, L-I-N-D-S dot Dobrinsky, D-O-B-R-I-N-S-K-I. I'm looking at a picture oh. from today's workout. It looks like you so, see me on- <laughs> there's a gang of you. Yeah. There's a gang of y'all. Like, I know. Like ten- Dude, you don't- that's crazy. You see the one that's you tight. see the one yesterday? Had like Ruby on there and um uh who else? Dude. Someone else there you might Let's know. see. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah, yeah. Oh Bob. Bob. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Bob was on there. Yeah. So I think tomorrow I'm trying to get Justin and JR and Ben. <laughs> but we'll see if they come. Oh man, so yeah, um, damn, that's that's dope, man. Shout out to Lindsay and um, and man, shout out to you for doing two a days today. Tomorrow too, man. Going out two-a-days. there, yep. yeah, damn, and everything fasted. That's that's amazing, man. It's crazy. Yeah, like, it was. I was I was kind of uh, unsure of how I was gonna do as I started running the first mile. I was like, man, I don't know if I'm gonna make it. But I, but in my mind, when I make up my mind, I'm like, I want to do an even eight miles. Like, I just, I just put my mind to it. I'm like, I'm just gonna go. If I go four miles out and I'm like stuck out there, like I'm in pain, um, I'll just walk back. But in my mind, I was like, I, 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 why? I, what do you mean? Yeah, it's no, like in your mind, it's like, why do that when you could just complete your goal? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so I already made it out there. I mean, how am I gonna get back? I have to go back <laughs> the, the yeah. same route. So yeah, I just, I just stuck to it. And you know, beautiful days, Alcad. There's just so much scenery to see, and like, um, it's just beautiful out there. Do you run on the concrete or on the pavement, or how? Like, yeah, how does that work? The pavement. Where the oh, okay. where the bikes? 
kind of wrong. Yep. Yeah. Is that pavement yep. or is that concrete? I don't even know. Do you get do you ever, do you ever get shin splints? No, I don't get shin splints. So I used to get it and ever since I did keto, like I don't have any inflammations, I don't get any pains. Uh I make sure I stretch out afterwards after I run for a good five minutes, you know. Good. Yeah. That's dope. But other than that, you know, shoes make a huge difference in running and socks make a huge mm-hmm. difference in running. So those two things were game changers to me. Like I could run forever. Uh, my cardio is good. It's the shoes make it just that much better when when running. Um, speaking of which, didn't you say you were going to run today? Oh, I was going to run yesterday. Oh. But, then, um, but yeah, no, some some stuff came up where I had to be on the phone and I don't know. Oh, yeah. So next week, I'm going to try again. <laughs> no excuses, week, man. Uh, it only take you less than 30 minutes. Uh, I know. I know. I know. Disappointing, but I just I can't lie to everybody. Oh, good. Yeah, go. I just didn't. I didn't. I didn't get a chance to be out All there. Right. But I mean, the goal is to be out there. So you don't have to yeah. wait till next week either. <laughs> you can run this weekend. I know. I could actually run tomorrow, or I could run actually right when we get off this. Pod, oh, <laughs> hey, I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. What's the temperature like in in Vegas these days? Oh uh, man, it hit seventy the other day. Oh, so it's like, nice. Yeah. Ooh. It'll hit 70 for like, you know, maybe an hour or two, a couple hours, something like that. But for the most part, in the, in the mornings, it's still like 40s. Yeah. You know, yeah. it'll be solid 40s, 50s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it'll creep up. It'll creep up during the day. But then like in the evening, like right now, it's probably like in the 50s, you know. So, yeah. So it's, like, it's like the desert. So it gets, you know. It gets pretty cold at night, you know, when, when once the sun goes out. And then if it's windy, windy, which is actually windy a lot, mm-hmm. but when it is, when it's super full on windy, it's crazy. If you, it feels like you can get caught out there if you're not prepared. Like if, uh, like sometimes you know, I'll wear short sleeve, and then you know, you go, I might go outside to like throw throw out the trash, and then you know, you could feel how cold it is, and it's just like, oh man. But but you brought that up that it was nice and brisk today, even though it was yeah. a sunny day. It oh was nice man, and, it was nice. It was- I feel like that's that's the best for me. Oh. That's the best. That's the best scenario to run in where it's sunny, but it's still cold. Because when it's sunny and hot, it it drains that energy out uh, from me. <laughs> but when it's sunny, it's nice to look because you get to get all the views. But uh, but that cold crispness kind of keeps you awake and keeps yeah. you like energetic. So absolutely, yeah, it did. And actually, my hands it took like. 10 minutes to like defrost uh it was so cold outside like it was that cold like it, the, the sun started setting at like six something and yeah. on, on the way back was so cold like i wore a long I was wore, it dark by the time you yeah got back? it was dark by the time i got back oh, yeah, yeah it, it got dark around 6 30 about seven but it's getting lighter and lighter each 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 day now so um yep. um but you know how, how summers in, in seattle are beautiful here yeah, it gets dark really late in the summer, and it gets dark really early in the winter. So, down here, you know, and what's crazy, living this much more south, mm-hmm. we don't get as extreme, you know. So it doesn't get as so in the summers, it doesn't get it gets dark pretty early ah. in the summers here. Oh yeah, but then it yeah, so it's weird. It's it's I'm still that was that was the weirdest thing for me last year was just experiencing that. So. But man, that's some good stuff, man. Yeah, man. Like, yeah, 
I was I was thinking, yeah, man, I need I do need to get out there. So, uh, and eventually I will. Trust me, I will. Uh, but uh, just and more running like this past this past Saturday, um, my gym that I go to. Shout out to Seattle Strength and Performance, uh, SSP, uh, SSP, Coach Rowe. Uh, anyways, every every other Saturday, our gym has a, a run, and whoever in the, you know, whoever wants to come join, um, he sets it up, and so we do a five k every uh, other Saturday around nine or ten nice. in the morning. So yeah, we got a good group. So I've been doing that also with, uh, with with Rowe and. Um, sometimes he stretches it out to like four miles. He says 5K, but we kind of stretch it out because most of the people who run can do three miles pretty easily. So I did that. Yep. And then my other group, the running group that uh, I helped start, the rapid thigh movement, uh, I met up with them maybe an hour afterwards. So I ran again. <laughs> I ran again. So we No way. So I ran four and a half miles on Saturday morning. And then I met up with uh, one of my friends. Or she. she Myself, the rest of my group were lamos, uh, except for one who's pretty consistent. And we ran for another four miles uh, uh, past uh, the Burke Gilman from um, Brooks, um, going south uh, next to Google and Tableau and all them. Right? Whoa! Yep, yep, yep. yep. And so we did that route, and man, I had total in miles. I did like nine miles. <laughs> that day in the morning so crazy i mean that's good because you are training for a 10 miler it's just weird that you kind of split it up yep. like that so did you stretch after you were done with your first run and then did you warm up again before you started your second run how did that go yeah what'd you do in that time in between yeah in between um well the the, the group wanted to have coffee and they got food you know like they ate breakfast which i didn't eat because because mm-hmm. i already i already know if i ate breakfast I'm, I'm done. I'm done. Like I won't be able to run. Yeah. So I, yeah. I, I have to do my workouts fasted as crazy as it sounds. Like if I eat something, no, it doesn't. Oh well, yeah. I know. You, like- you know, and, and I don't know how many people out there listening knows, but, uh, when I eat something, even, you know, just a little bit before a workout or before I run, it really just bogs me down and I, and I can't yes. uh, like perform at my optimal level. So I'm always, and people think I'm crazy. I don't think it's crazy, but I I just can't eat before like a run or or a workout, and I and I and I do it fasted. You know what's crazy? I've always been like that, uh-huh. even before I started doing keto. Oh, okay, but it but that was, but you know why? I think for me, like growing up, like sometimes I would do like man when I was when I was playing sports and stuff. Mm-hmm. I remember eating one day, then going out and playing sports, and then puking. So to me, for me, I've always, since high school, I've never liked eating, like, especially right before working out. Because I've, you know, sometimes when you work out, you want to throw up. I remember actually throwing up. So not because it feels like, well, I guess that kind of bogs you down. But for me, it was also a mental thing like, oh, I don't want to throw up while I'm working out. Mm. And I want to work out hard. So I just, I, for me, I've never been big. Like if I knew I was going to work out, even if it was like, like before, like nowadays I would fast all the way. Like if I knew I was working out in the evening, Mm -hmm. but, but before what I would do is just eat like an early breakfast, like, you know, 12 hours before I know I was going to work out just to be safe. But like, but no, I agree. Like, uh, I think once for me, 
And and this always goes, we always talk about this, like, I feel like food makes you tired. So ultimately, like, man, once you get that food in you, it's like, you know, a lot of times you just want to, you know, to some people it says it gives them energy. But for me, it's sure. it's, it's the totally opposite. It, it drains my energy and it makes me want to take a nap. Yeah, so. it, it's different for everyone. I, I, I absolutely agree. And when, when people say, yeah, you know, I, I usually have like a banana and like, I'm like, oh, man, like, God forbid if I ate a banana, <laughs> you know, how much sugar is in that? And uh, but I don't say anything. I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, that's cool. If it if it works for for you and and that's what you need in the morning to keep you going and that gives you energy. That's great. But you know, for, for me, for, for, for Heinz, you know, we've, we've, we've worked out fasted before and I've done it. Uh, and I know the difference between eating. You're so used to yeah. it now, but before you used to yep. not remember, yep. I used to still like, even, even when Jeff had lost 60 to 80 pounds, he was still working out and sometimes having like yep. a shake before workouts and like sometimes eating like maybe a little piece of jerky and mm-hmm. stuff before working out. And so, and I, re- I still remember it was within that first year when we first started doing keto, I would challenge Jeff. I was like, dude, why don't you try like mm-hmm. just going to your workout fasted? And then what's crazy is Jeff is so extreme. He would come back in like, you know, like a week later He'll be like, man, I did two workouts faster, <laughs> like, like back to back. And I'm like, damn. Yeah. I was like, so that's why it's funny. It's like, uh, it's just, it's dope. Now you're so used to working out fasted. It's like, like that's, that's just yep. normal now, and, and, you know? And so, yeah, we had talked about like reasoning, like we kind of think that, uh, uh, didn't you say something on a, a podcast up once that were like, um, back in the days, when you were looking for food and have, oh. yeah, you didn't have access to food re- readily, um, you're prone to exert more energy or like your body's in a state of like hunting, right? Dude, real quick, shout out to uh, L- Lawrence Fatui. I had the same conversation kind of with him over text because oh. he just started doing keto. He has his own podcast called Focus on the Road. So just a quick shout out to Lawrence and his podcast, Focus on the Road, uh, where he just records himself in his Ford Focus uh, (laughs) as he's going to work and doing stuff. And he just he he gave us a shout out. So I just felt like, okay. And he just said that, you know, we sometimes lift him up. So hopefully when you you listen to this, bro, man, we, we can lift you up. But. What's crazy, though, too, is he was talking about how or me and him were talking about he was asking me about eating multiple times a day or or we that was the conversation. And he was like and he, he like I remember like weeks ago, he was like, oh, wait, are we not supposed to eat three meals a day? And I was like, no, we're not. And then just recently he was talking about how like oh, like he was he was maybe getting a headache because he hadn't eaten mm-hmm. which i i get because sometimes that could be keto flu yep. and if your body is very carb adapted and it's very used to burning sugar for energy mm-hmm. a lot of those feelings can happen but i replied to him i said dude I, like try going and doing the things that you're doing but doing it fasted and then i always equate it now back to your yep. example that i was talking about is like, I feel like, man, as, as like before when we were like cave people, you know, when we were, when we were living out there 
amongst the elements hmm. and not 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 being able to refrigerate food and and things like that sometimes we would go you know days without eating mm-hmm. so i just feel like uh during that time period too all of our skills especially when it comes to hunting and and gathering food you know that's why we were hunter gatherers before Mm -hmm. like all of our instincts and our senses had to be heightened to the to a place where we were able to either find food and gather it or to hunt food down and so like i'm just i'm just and so that brings kind of brings us back to the point that you were saying like I feel like that's why when we're fasted, sometimes some of our reflexes and things are just a little bit faster because I think it's it's wired into our DNA that when we go without food, that, you know, things get turned up to like every, I think your whole body is like th- the things that your body usually uses for energy get shut off and everything is focused on finding the next meal, Yeah, which, well, yep. you know, if, Exactly. So like, so if it comes to like, you have to chase down, you know, a, you know, an animal to get that meat, or you have to like, your sense of, uh, this is something that I always feel. Do you ever feel this? Like when you're fasting, does your senses ever feel like they're heightened? Because like my sense of smell gets like stupid. Like I could smell fries. Mm -hmm. I would say this, I could smell fries from like two miles away when I'm fasting. Cause I'm like, oh my god, I can smell it. I smell it so strong, and like, <laughs> yeah, no, everything, every, yeah, everything's in height, uh, heightened awareness. Like I'm, I'm more, I'm, a, I'm more focused in like my workouts. You know, I'm, I'm more intense in my workouts. Um, and yeah, I, I don't really know about the food thing, but I do enjoy my foods more <laughs> when I do eat uh, after my workouts. I mean, the other the other example, too, I've also heard, too, is like, imagine, do you want to be stuck in a cage with a lion that just got done eating? Mm -hmm. Or do you want to be stuck in a cage with a lion that hasn't eaten in 24 hours? You know what I mean? It's like, it's like, you know, that if you're in a cage with a lion that hasn't eaten in 24 hours, it's like, you're you're, you're done. You're done. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like. And and I think of that every time I do a twenty four hour fast, uh-huh. I'm like I feel crazy, like a lion, like you know what I mean. Yeah. And it's stupid, and it's and I'll I'll be okay, and it'll be something stupid that will trigger me, like somebody will say the just not even show it, but just say the word pizza, oh. and then like I'll just like you know I'll tense up and be like what you know it's like it's crazy. The, the, it's almost, the lion comes out. Yeah, no, that's and then I always think of that. It's like, dude, that's the lion in you. Just, that's just hella hungry, right? Like, and what's crazy is like you weren't even hungry or nothing. Like you didn't feel bad or like mm-hmm. food wasn't even on your mind. But what's mm-hmm. funny is now a smell can do that to me sure. too. Oh, uh, you bring up the word pizza. I watch a movie and people are eating in the movie. Like all those things will trigger me to possibly want to eat. When when I so. when I run by Alki, I'm running by. You know, like the ice cream places. And- oh, hot pot. Yeah, the smells. Yeah, <laughs> gosh, that's got to be brutal. I just run fast. Like, <laughs> I run fast past those parts. 
you know, that's so funny. I, I remember the same thing running by Green Lake. Every time I come around the softball field yeah. and then there's like the Mexican restaurant right yeah, there. Yeah. I spuds. Uh, there's Spuds. Tacos Guaymos. Yeah, tacos yeah. Guaymos. Oh, man. <laughs> I would hate that. Yeah, and they're right next to each other. Tacos Guaymos and Spuds are right next to each other. So that corner right there was always brutal running by there because it should be like, oh, man, I smell all that food right there. And it's just, <laughs> it's so strong, too. And it's like, damn. So, <laughs> Oh man, I feel your pain, man. I, Dang. So yeah, so no, no, that that was it, and um, uh, so for that weekend. So yeah, man, it's been going good. I, I just uh, I, I'm hoping I can keep it up until summertime because it's hard to be run to, to get momentum and trying to just you know to get motivated to run in the in the cold and the rain and like you know yes, yeah, like, but. Yeah. It is, but for me, it was like um, this is. And I'm only talking about previous running, mm. so this is like before. Which, by the way, so I did look at my app, and dude, the last time I used my app was April 2016. Runkeeper. Uh, um, uh, map my run. Oh, uh-huh. wow. So yeah, I logged in and I was like, dude, we had just come back from uh, Dubai. Oh. Because we went to Dubai in 2016, so I think and that was like March, and then so literally the last time I used the app was April, and it was like a random run downtown, in downtown Seattle. Oh, so, uh-huh. wow, 2016. So it's almost yeah, and it's 2020, so it's been almost four years since. Isn't that, that's crazy? crazy. Hey, I want to that I've used that with uh with uh with Lawrence uh, doing keto. Uh, what did you, what did you tell him? Uh, how to help with uh, headaches and stuff. Oh, um, well, I, I, to, with that specific conversation, I was just telling him he needs to, um, he needs to try to like stretch that fast out mm. and try not to eat until after he's done with his whole day. Okay. So uh, I'm actually, ex- I'm supposed to talk with him here again pretty soon. And so I'll get some more information. I'm okay. sure we'll have him on the show. So he just started, he was doing uh, another diet called uh, Octavia oh. or something like that. Have you ever heard of that? No, never heard of it. So it's like it's like I think it's like supplements and drinks and stuff. It's one of those where you're just kind of like on their right. plan of shakes and stuff. Well, hmm. he was losing weight with that. Mm-hmm. However, um, and the only reason why I know this is from his uh podcast shout out to his podcast focus on the road mm-hmm. where he does uh his podcast from his ford focus um is, is it focus on the road as in like and he's doing a, a yep. podcast while he's driving and it, yes and he labeled it focus <laughs> yes yeah that's why it's hilarious yeah, that's i i think it's hilarious so um yeah it, and so that's why well in talking with him i was like okay you need to um I was I was just telling him he needs to stretch out that that fast a little bit longer, and he was just asking you know general questions about like, oh can you still drink coffee and stuff like that you know just cut a lot of stuff. But he was but when I was listening to his podcast, he was doing Octavia. He was losing weight. However, he went to the doctor. They checked his you know everything looked good so far except his blood sugar was like kind of high. Mm. So then that's when he was like, well, you know, he knew we were doing, you know, he knows about a lot of people doing keto and now we're doing this show. And he was like, 
he asked his doctor would keto work and then the doctor was like yeah but you should probably see a nutritionist and so and so he was just like you know what let me let me do keto because i like a lot of the foods that keto people eat so now he's been doing keto for maybe like uh i want to say like two three weeks nice now, something like nice. that so and i think it's been working so far so good so um so yeah i'm just kind of curious to see and but he too is i think he's starting to he was talking about incorporating working out but i mean i wasn't talking about incorporating working out myself yeah, too. Yeah. but um but yeah i mean so i think like I think, and I will say this too, momentum is real. Like, oh, yeah. You know, in, in life, when it comes to anything, momentum is so real. And it's crazy how, like, momentum can switch you one way or the other. So it's like, like, for me, I haven't worked out in, like, like, like as far as running, just running, not working out, but just running, like, outside. I always use my app when I run outside. So that's crazy. I'm almost hitting four years since I last used my that's crazy. app yeah. to run outside, which is crazy because I used to run like, man, I, like I said, I used to run like 10 miles a week. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, so, um, but now it's just like, it's so few and far between. It's, it's so hard to kind of get back in. So like getting that momentum going is just so hard for me, to, you know, it's kind of a struggle, but yeah. But what's funny is like, once it kicks off, yeah. it's like, it's on, you know? So that's true. Yeah, you're right. That's, that's what gets people once they fall off, you know, and try to get back on and just to get in the swing of things. Um, you just have, to, yeah, you just have to find the time. Yeah, man, momentum is real. That that goes with dieting. That that goes with doing keto. That goes with fasting. That goes with working out. That goes with whatever it is you know that like whatever it is that you need to do versus what you should be doing. It's like it's that that's the struggle, right? It's like where do you get motivation from to continue doing whatever it is? So. It's like right now my motivation is to, okay, I could still continue doing keto because mm -hmm. I haven't, I've been really good. I haven't cheated, mm -hmm. but I haven't seen, been seeing the, um, I haven't been seeing the results that I've been wishing to see, but I also haven't started working out even though I said that I would. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. And I just need to be able to mirror, like marry the two. And then I know. Yeah then that will kick me off and that will start to get momentum going. Hell so. yeah. Well, good, man. I, I hope, I hope it, uh, it kicks off, man. I'd love to see, uh, uh, well, is, uh, uh, befores and afters, man. I'm tired of, <laughs> well, before, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll feel you because for sure. Like I also, the other thing that like, what the, to be honest, one of the big mo reasons of motivation is you was talking about like, man, we should go for a run when I come into town. Yeah. And I would really like to do that just because it's like, man, I just, I, I used to really like running around that area because it was fun. Oh, so yeah. it'd be, it'd be nice to be able to do that again. Good. But okay. yeah. All right. Well, let's go. I mean, yeah. Hey, you can start it off and, um, you know, next time you visit, yeah, we'll definitely do that. Cause you used to live right by Green Lake, right? Dude, that was like, I missed that so much. Cause it was such a. <sighs> yeah. It was, you know, looking back, it's like every there was like years. There was a year, like there would be like a year period where I never went. And what's crazy is like I would like I miss it so much. Just being able to go to that place, do a run, know exactly how far everything is. You know what I mean? It's like I'm I'm so pissed. I kind of took be living right next to a place that has that was great 
So just go for a walk, yeah. let alone work out and go for a run. I hear you. I'm so pissed that I don't live next to something like that anymore <laughs> because that was like dope. So, oh. so yeah, just you bringing that up is like, man, because if I would, if we were to run, man, I would, that would be number one place I would like to go run at would be, would be fun to go oh, man. run Green Lake from, again. And from Green Lake, like um, they're, they have running clubs that meet every Wednesday at Green Lake uh, at one of the running stores there. And there's so many courses, like even if you were to meet at like the Evo or Brooks, you know, store, they have courses to run, you know, in Ballard or up to a UW. And like, I mean, there's just endless amount of routes that you could take depending on how many miles you want to do, you know? That's what, that's, what's really crazy about yeah. that is that I didn't even know about that. Oh. Cause I mm-hmm. would, I literally ran the same route yeah. pretty much every day, yeah. you know, like, I would just run the outside of it. And then the only way it would change was be some days I would run from my apartment to Green Lake and then back to my apartment. Yeah. And then some days I would drive down to Green Lake Park, run around, just do the outside or mm-hmm. the inside and then and then drive back. Well, but that's one of the one of the tips of all running also is that switch up switch up the routine. Uh, whether like maybe you run it backwards, you know, or you know, run it the other way. Um, don't always get stuck running the same things because your mind kind of just lose the focus or doesn't get motivated but if like you're used to new sceneries or um, different routes you know keep your mind you know sharp and fresh and so that's one of the things that i've learned uh through just all this running that i've been doing is you know um, not doing the same thing over and over get monotonous right um switch it up. You, you, that's so funny because i was like the opposite i loved running my route <laughs> because i knew yeah. how fast i I need to now when you run do you run and do you know your pace while you're running mm-hmm. I do I know I bought a new watch a, a running watch a Garmin Phoenix watch and um yep I know my pace I know my I and I can tell now I've been running so much how what my pace is you know see that's why I liked using the well the app that I always use mm. when I was running mm-hmm. is it would tell it, it tells me every minute sure. how fast my mile will be Oh, like, so it'll, it'll tell me like your, you know, current pace is 10 minutes and 45 seconds, Yeah, 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 yeah. but it'll tell me that every, like once a minute. So while I'm running, I, I kind of have that number. And, and so like, for me, I was like opposite of that. I, I needed the routine of knowing exactly like where I needed to be at a certain time when I'm, when I'm running the same exact route, but that was just me. And like, I know I probably needed to change it up a bit, but it's so weird. I was like, I liked knowing that, okay, I'd like, I needed to be at, at this, at, you know, at the, at the 10 minute mark, I needed to be past a mile. And I knew exactly where a mile was when it came to running Green Lake. So just stuff like that. So it's weird how it's like, I, I, I understand what you're saying. Cause it's like, sometimes the mind doesn't get motivated mm-hmm. but for me. It was like, it was like, this is routine, and I knew exactly where everything was at, so I needed – it was weird because sometimes I, like, well, you know, I felt like my mind needed that. Well, now – I probably Yeah, if, if, if you start running longer, like, you know, more than three miles, you, you don't want to run twice around Green Lake, you know. I, I don't know. I, I, I feel like – Yeah, that's a – I feel like that's yeah, that's a boring one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it'd be kind of kind of boring. But actually, you know what? During the summertime, running around Green Lake, man, there's a lot of nice sceneries, uh, and people love going to Green Lake in the summertime. So, the no, which is good. But the other problem, yeah. though, too, is it gets oh yeah packed. So For now sure. you can't even run properly. Fine parking. Yep. It's, 
Well, because now you got to like dodge people like left and right. <laughs> and like and that that really makes it hard because that was the other thing I noticed about running Green Lake is like, yep. I loved it when there was days nobody was at, at Green Lake. Oh, I love it. Because it's like, yeah, because it's like you could just run free. You're right. It, when the scenery is hot and like everything and people are out there mm-hmm. and it's just like seems like so many people are like doing so many things. It's probably the worst to try to get a workout in because you're just like it, you're distracted. You got to like dodge people. It's like, yeah, you got to find yeah, parking, and parking is not hard. It's not easy to find. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which is why a lot of times I would run from my apartment down there, yeah. just so I didn't have to deal with parking. Oh yeah, I would just run down there and then kind of do my thing and then run back to the back to the crib. Yep. So yeah, man. But man the good old days yeah. i know i know well it's not too long till summertime so um yeah if everyone out there listening you know do your thing get get prepared hopefully all doing your keto journeys are going well um uh anything mm-hmm. for this weekend for you um no nope. no 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 um my goal is to actually maybe go for a run this week okay. how about that yeah That's- yeah is actually let me try to do that like Saturday morning. Since you do your Saturday morning, yep, yep. yeah. Well, I'll try to yes. uh, do something like that then. Yes, so. good, uh, nice. Oh, um, I uh, posted our last keto haul, uh, my my last keto haul, and um, yeah, you saw that that jerky. Oh man, it's so good. The sugar free, sugar free. Yeah. Uh, man, no car. I was like, how do they? I don't know what they put. The sauce is really good. And they, they listed the ingredients on the back. They put like beef stock and stuff like that. But it's on point, man. It's it, it's hard to find a beef jerky with no sugar. Every beef jerky you see out there has like 10 or 12 grams of sugar per serving. This one is zero from Tillamook. Wow. It is on, it is wow. it's really good. But they don't give you a lot, right? So there's not a whole lot in the bag. Uh, uh, do you still go to Alberto's? Uh, yes i still go i oh yeah man that's where i need to go dang it yeah i I still go yep because they i mean it's not zero but like for their pepperoni sticks as long as you don't get any of like the teriyaki flavor or any of the other like uh weird flavors the 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 carb count is still the sugar count is still pretty yeah oh slow yeah and um and this old boy alberta is the factory outlet and so they mostly sell the end pieces or the flyweight pieces, yes. but they are like sixty percent off. Like it's marked down ridiculously. Uh, like three bags for like ten dollars or something like that. Like it's 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 a really good deal. Um, and I haven't gone in a while. Yeah, God, thanks for bringing that up. I might I might hit up the the store tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, hey, and if you do, let me know and uh, maybe grab a couple extra bags and then I can pick those up yeah. at a later time or even like. Do you know how many yeah. people hit me up for like stuff that want to get stuff that they don't have at their stores? I'm like, dang, none of y'all Costco's have any of this. I swear we can make a ton of money shipping stuff from Costco to people. Well, that's the other thing too that kind of got me pissed yeah. too is like uh, half the stuff from your Costco haul yeah. I don't have, you know, oh. so. Yeah. One thing is like the ice cream we don't have. We for sure don't have the ice cream. Oh. We don't have um, the bread. I go by I go by the bread aisle every time <laughs> I go to Costco now. Yeah, and it's weird. I'll sit there and I look through each of the loaves <laughs> just to see if there's by. I know Friends doesn't do it yeah. because it's too far away. Yeah, 
but I look to see if somehow another bread manufacturer is somehow making some <laughs> sort of nothing. And I look, and this isn't just Costco. This is like every grocery store now. I always just go to look. Hey, man, like, you know, like how the seltzer game, like, took off and like, it's just overabundance of seltzers now. Man, they're just tapping into this bread and like, <laughs> I swear, if they had more choices, people would just like, mob it up you know like uh there's some money to be made man we need to invest in friends or whatever the big bakery out there yeah. Yeah. dude it's no it's real and the fact that you know having we're having conversations with people on instagram about how mm-hmm. a lot of people like the, a lot of the southern california listeners mm. uh and followers on instagram and social media and twitter and here, us here in Vegas, we are, we don't, we're, we don't, we're not a part of that Costco keto bread family. You know what I mean? So <laughs> that's what sucks. Like the closest is like Utah. If I do happen to go to Utah, like I would be, that's like the closest I could go to possibly get that keto bread. So that's, that's why it's like, that's, man. yeah, that's just crazy that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because not only were you ta- talking about possibly like I'm also thinking like maybe the next time I'm in Seattle maybe I should bring home some bread, yeah. some Alberto's jerky. You can freeze the bread. Uh, I can't. I haven't even finished my loaf that I have. I still from the last time I posted the haul, I haven't even finished half the the loaves of bread yet, uh, and I fr- and I froze the other half, so oh. it'll keep in the freezer. Yeah. Yeah, I was. I had a conversation with somebody else the other day that I didn't realize was doing uh, keto on Twitter, and they were saying that they now eat like three sandwiches a day. And I was like, that's a lot "Wow!" Of fun. That's or a not, lot of sorry, fun. not a day, not a day. Oh, a okay, yeah, that's. Fun. They were like, ever since ever since the keto bread came out, they were like, "Oh yeah, I eat three sandwiches a week now," and I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh what?" I was like, "Damn, this really is a life changer." Yeah. <laughs> Did you like my uh, TikTok? <laughs> bread uh, oh uh, you know I'll, hey, uh, it was so dope i had to repost it again on twitter except i i repost it with with the without the preview basically oh. so that just plays as a video oh, yeah 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 and that's well that's how i got um that's how i got in that conversation with that person on twitter i'm actually looking oh. through it right now to see oh. what i forgot because I, I forgot what her twitter name was but I reposted mm-hmm. it again. Oh, nice! And I reposted it with the um, with the caption that was like, "Man, people are really like." Uh, I said something like, "Keto people are really um, it's really like changing people's lives." Like, you know, what I mean, <laughs> like for keto people. And then I I posted that video. You know, it's, so it's funny. That's all I thought it was funny. One of my friends, she was listening to our podcast, and she heard that about the mayo that I was trying to find a good mayo. And she told me that she found one at the grocery outlet, like double the size that I got. And it was half the cost. And and it was only like $10. And I paid $14 for half the size that she had. But this, but this mayo is, is avocado mayo. It's like vegan friendly. And it's made with like just basic egg yolk. And, um, and, I, bit, and I use that to make my chicken sandwich uh, uh, with the mayo. It's so good yes yeah it, it's so good yeah but uh oh yeah no your video is on point i've seen like <laughs> yeah it was like i've seen the mayo all of that the chicken <laughs> the cheese the lettuce 
Yeah, yeah it was on point, man. And so, um, I have fun with that. So, but you're saying Grocery Outlet has a cheaper version? Yeah, man. Grocery Outlet has like a 24-ounce can for like 10 bucks. I bought a 12-ounce can for five, almost $14 for a 12-ounce can near the grocery store at my place. And, goes, and it expires earlier. The Grocery Outlet one expires next December, like in, in almost at the end of the year. I'm like, oh, man. I get ripped off here. That is wall. Yeah, I don't know. But anyways, I'll finish this can pretty fast. But hey, like people uh, can do the avocado toast now. I've never tried avocado toast, and I, I think that's a thing. So maybe. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that'll be my next TikTok <laughs> avocado toast. I don't know how to prep it. So anyone out there knows how to make avocado toast, do they just put slices of avocado on toast and, that, and that's it? That's literally, that's all it is. Oh. Yeah, you got it. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> Simple. It's super simple. Yeah, that's literally what it is, man. Don't like, you, yeah, just... you think it would taste good on bread or with butter and then pan, pan sear it, <laughs> cheese on there? Uh, I think personally it's like it's just you fun. might as well like – no, you might as well do avocado toast but like maybe add a little bit of bait. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you should just make it to your taste. Okay. It's like the the only thing that is like – Whatever you would eat avocado with, yeah. I would just continue to eat that with. And then the only thing is that you can now have bread to now put it on. Well, I'm, I'm looking for uh, yeah, yeah, sorry, no, I'm looking for grocery outlets. I'm looking for grocery outlets in my uh, oh yeah area. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And you know how you were saying that TikTok, the the one where um uh you they weren't playing the video, or the sound. Yeah, they they copyright or the the people who the artists like they they took it off. I'm like man. Oh wow! They must have real. They recently did that because you just made those two TikToks not long ago. I, so I know. That's what's like, yeah, how did they get up there for you? Those viral. And they're gonna cut off. I'm like, oh, that's so lame. Anyways, I think I think TikTok is cool, man. I think I, there's a lot of creative out there. If I had the time and effort to just do that full time, man, there's a lot of cool things on there. But I don't have time. <laughs> The post yeah no no but you're no you're killing it you're killing it go follow uh <laughs> i think you're also go follow your uh, um your personal tiktok at jeff chrysologo yeah jeff dot so. yeah yeah you can if you want um oh the one i posted had around like five thousand views already yeah that's what i was like dude uh so yeah man that's what i was like yeah man we're just trying to spread out there and like you know trying to trying to be hip with all of the new social media and stuff and you know trying to keep on with these keto journeys you guys are never too old to follow all the newest social media crazes out there so yeah for sure yeah anyways uh yeah man i think did you find her name the the one or oh yeah it's i heart samuel is oh. the one on Twitter. So shout out nice. to her. She, I think, I believe she's from the Bay, and mm-hmm. so that. So I think it goes from the Bay Area is as far south as it goes, but it also goes all the way out to Utah. So mm-hmm. Bay Area, Reno, Utah, and that's that's as far south as it goes as far as the where Franz delivers its keto bread. So <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I got to write a message to Franz and be like, "Hey, can you guys come a little bit more south?" And, you know. Hey man, Come down to LA, Vegas area, you know. There, if the demand is there, it'll happen, man. If not, friends, it'll be freaking wonder 
Wonder Bread or... Well, you know, that's the thing because I don't think the demand is here yet. I don't think it's as big as it is as it is like in your parts. True. You know, as in the Northwest, I feel like it's like really, it hasn't really hit this area. Yeah, okay. So... Uh, that, that's just me and i don't know because it's not like i'm out there on the streets or anything like <laughs> you know doing surveys and stuff but it just it feels like it doesn't but when i go shopping i don't necessarily see keto folks like how like man when you're in seattle it just feels like there's keto stuff everywhere so you know, yeah kind of hitting that it's just it still feels early stages here and not yeah. just costco i'm talking about like walmart smith's some of the groceries that they have out here albertson's yeah it's not really that big of a thing. Like I don't really like you'll see a couple things here and there. So, mm. but not like I just feel like you guys are spoiled in in uh, in Seattle because like Safeway has the enlightened ice creams now. I've seen that's true. You're right. Yeah, right. It's like yeah. damn. It's like man, we don't. I don't see none of that. So, oh. anyways, I'm gonna stop complaining about what we don't have. Okay, and just continue eating whole yeah. foods. Yeah, there you go eat the whole foods i mean prior to doing keto our first year into keto they didn't have any keto none there, there was nothing we bought everything the basic whole foods like bacon cheeses avocado yeah, chicken yeah you guys are good the more you get when you buy these product keto products i think the more you know people might think it does just like an easy out or they rely right. on it too much so man yeah stick with the basics uh don't rely too much like don't have like a, a sandwich every day from the keto bread you know i, I mean I, I don't you guys can if you want if you guys do that's great that's just how i i wouldn't do it every day um and yeah eat whole foods and yeah, I mean, because, like, I think the closest thing I have, like I said, and I'll, I need to post one, but I haven't had one in a while, is the tortillas. Mm. Mission has the local yeah. tortillas, but even then, you one think, tortilla is yeah. still four grams of, which is why I don't have it. I don't have it as much. Uh, the yeah. bread, the dope thing about the bread is that, is like, if you're, re- if you're really counting macros, it's zero grams. Yeah, so no, it's that's like, true. Oh, man. So that's why I could see, like, if some people still wanted to eat, like, you know, multiple sandwiches, it's like, I guess it's okay, yeah. but mm-hmm. I wouldn't do it. Jeff wouldn't do it. And and when it comes to the tortillas, it's only four grams for me, and I still only have one a day, and I haven't had one in, like, almost a week just because I try to stay away from some of that kind of stuff. But anyways, uh, that's... I mean, what, yeah, at the same time, too, though, like, um, I do have a lot of peanut butter all the time, and I'll just, like... You know, one serving has like you know five carbs, you know, a couple, couple grams of sugar in it. Mm-hmm. But I and I just can't stick with the serving. I think like two tablespoons. <laughs> so I'm like, I think that's what's really like messing me up. If I once I cut the like the peanut butter out, but I just like, it just feels good. Like after I come home from a workout, it's like or, a dessert. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's like, like a, a dessert. dessert. Yeah, you're not cheating. So that's what that's what keeps it in your range. You know, yeah. so. But I think for somebody of you that works out as much as you do, like yeah. you, uh, you can afford to like <laughs> give up a few extra carbs. Just doing that. That's like you true. Said, usually, when you check your ketones, your ketones yep. are on point anyway. So yeah. I think for most people, like like for somebody that's just starting, might not want to do that. But dude, you're OG Bobby Johnson in this game, <laughs> so it's like you know what I mean. Like you, you will be okay for having a couple extra spoons of. People. that's true so, yeah you're right yeah you're right yep uh, people but, but you do bring up a great point 
when you're checking servings, man, it's crazy how small a serving size that they'll make it on the back of the package to yep. to fit the narrative of being whatever they want it to be. So, right. so a lot of times for like dressings and peanut butter, it's like the serving size is like two tablespoons mm-hmm. or whatever. But mm-hmm. you know, it's like a lot of times people can eat a lot more than whatever oh, yeah. that serving size is. So, be careful of that, people. Up next is the interview with Kay Aloha. Enjoy. Uh, I'd like to welcome our next guest here, Kay Aloha. And she is from Hawaii. And uh, yeah, I just want to welcome her to the Keto Island Boys. She has been, uh, she does keto and she has some things coming up that we'd like to get out there. And just want to extend a warm welcome and to the Keto Island Boys. Awesome. <laughs> so, so my name is Aloha. Yeah. I am from I actually currently reside in Oahu right now. I've been here for five years. I moved over from Hilo. Mm. And I miss home. It's slower than Oahu. It's really fast paced here. <laughs> Not as fast as the mainland. Yeah. So wait, you live in Hilo now and you're from Oahu? No, no, no. Live- I oh, live yeah. in Oahu right now, but I uh, am from Hilo. Gotcha. Okay. We have some friends from Hilo. So yeah. I'm actually heading there on Friday. I'm doing a meetup over there, a keto meetup. So you live in you live in Oahu, but you're doing keto meetups in Hilo. Yeah, I did one on Molokai. I'm actually born um and uh, raised in Molokai, and then about 18 years ago, I moved over to Big Island. Nice. And so I consider myself from both of those islands. So I had a meetup on Oahu first originally, and then I had one on Molokai, my second one, and then my third one is in Hilo. Oh, wow. So, okay, before we get into the meetups, how did you start doing keto? Like, so, how long have you been doing keto? I've been How'd doing you start? seven months, and I first got involved with keto when I was um, diagnosed, well, I was diagnosed with uterine sarcoma mm. about eight months ago, and then my really good friend gave me a book. It's called Ketogenic for Cancer, and nice. when I went over the okay, what's the worst that can actually happen? I mean, I can stay at this same pace at what I'm doing in life and try to beat this, or I I can change my whole lifestyle and continue on striving and try to beat this anyway. So I started, a month after I was diagnosed with uterine sarcoma, I started the ketogenic diet. Were you doing any other treatment? I, yes, I have. Oh, okay. Yeah, I did. So this is just an addition to the extra to, to the other yeah. treatment that you were doing. Okay. Yeah, it's definitely an addition. Okay. <clears throat> and then yeah, so I've been doing it for about seven months. I lost a total of seventy three pounds. Wow. It's a big difference in just the way yeah. I feel, the way that I reacted to most things that I feel like. With say, for instance, treatment chemo, it can be very. It's very hard. It's it's the hardest thing that I've ever done. Worse than any of my laboring birth, my mm-hmm. giving birth to any any of my four children. Going through the process of chemotherapy is one of the most struggling for me and radiation at the same time. 
So I, this is just on me and how I feel about everything is if I knew a month difference. So prior to doing the ketogenic diet, I was already doing chemotherapy and I knew uh-huh. the way my body felt. It was the worst. After putting, after um, doing a ketogenic diet, lifestyle, started changing my lifestyle, I felt a lot better going into treatments. I don't know. It was just getting rid of all that toxin that I would normally feed into my body, I guess. Yeah. Helped me tremendously. I feel through my journey. I had my very last surgery on December 19th. I had my last of my um, medications on January 30th, and I'm currently in remission. Wow. I can't say that solely because of being on a ketogenic lifestyle, but I can tell you it definitely did help. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you were doing all your treatment plus keto on top of that. Yes. So you think it, you, you, you're a believer that it did definitely Absolutely. help. Wow. I mean, was that the timeline that they gave you for those treatments? Um, no, they gave me a longer timeline. Okay. Yeah. So I was supposed to actually be done with... So they kept pushing back my surgery. <clears throat> so my surgery initially was set for August and then September. And then they told me they were unable to do it because of the mass. Like it spread into my bladder and then Uh-oh. there was lesions on top of my intestines. So they weren't able to do it. So they just kept rescheduling and having the medication work. Mm-hmm. And then on, uh, finally, uh, in December, they said they're going to, they're able to go in and they're able to probably remove everything. So when they went in, um, even if it was in my, it spread to my bladder, they were able to get everything. Wow. Yeah. It, they were able to remove. And, okay. Go ahead. So, mm-hmm. Oh, no, no. I, I was just wondering, um, your doctors, now that you've been doing keto, how, what have they said about it? Or, or, or how, how are you doing now? My oncologist didn't really, um, you know, I believe a lot of doctors, they don't know enough about um, keto. To, so he was just like, no, that's just going to make another problem, another problem. But I told him, I said, look here, mm. I got this book. I started doing a lot of research. Let me let me just add this on. I'm not saying to prevent, like to stop everything that I'm currently doing, but just let me yeah. put it on and see what I what happens. But towards like September and October, it completely flipped him. Like he he is even mm-hmm. gonna be one of my speakers in Oahu when I have a huge like health fair in Oahu, like he, it flipped him a lot that he is wanting to, he wants more people to get involved with it, you know? Wow, like you, 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 you got him on the keto as far as healing. Yeah, he, uh, he's just like, wow, I didn't, you know, we don't really see this better part of it. And I really like the way that it is. So yeah, with there's a lot of different ways people keto. There's strict. There's lazy. What? There's dirty. I don't yep. Know. That's me. Mm-hmm. All of those. <laughs> <laughs> but like, when doc, I guess when a doctor gets involved and you're following a, a plan, and uh, that plan is within their 
educated opinions, I guess, or values, then then they're more able to adapt to it. So I stuck to a very strict strict plan, like only the water. Did you I did, did you find rose? No. I didn't walk mm-hmm. out of. I didn't drink any Coke Zeros, even though like it's allowed, right, on the ketogenic diet. I just mm-hmm. I didn't walk out of out of the strict part. I stay completely strict and that is what he's like a believer of, you know, he really, he said that like he actually in November, this was prior to me getting surgery in December. I went on low dose chemo. It wasn't even at high anymore. I was at a lower of it. So, and he said it's because my body is doing well and it's actually the medication was doing so good that it started healing, but I didn't have my wow. until December 19th because that was, I didn't want to have it on any of my kids' birthdays. That was a oh, preference. Oh. <laughs> nice. Hey, yeah. <laughs> uh, your story is amazing because so, it's like to have, to, have, to, to have it contribute to your healing of something like cancer. That's, that's like, that's huge. I just lost my dad to cancer this last year. So that's why it's like, man, hearing this is just like amazing. I lost my dad um, 10 years ago. His birthday's coming up, his 10th birthday. I mean, 10th birthday without us, like without him mm-hmm. here on earth. So I'm sorry. My condolences to you and your family. Yeah, no, thank you. Thank you. Um, but like, I have, I have always, like, since I, I've always wanted like my parents to kind of get on this and do keto and, you know, and so just hearing that, um, that, this might have helped contribute to healing you and just knowing like that you're in remission now. And like, it happened so fast. Like it did. you haven't even been doing keto a year. Nope. It happened so quickly. Like even my oncologist was just like, wow. Even my OBGYN, because like, that's like how yep. my uterine sar- sarcoma was caught. Mm-hmm. Even he was just like, Wow, I cannot believe this. But it also like it played a huge factor in my thought process too. Like I loving yourself more, like mentally you have to be ready for it, I believe. Like regardless of what sickness you have, it's mm-hmm. really hard to hear that you have cancer or you have some kind of disease that takes over your body, but Mm-hmm. to be able to change your lifestyle on top of that that takes a lot of mind control a lot of a lot of self-love i believe and i think i think anybody can adapt to this like my brother has diabetes he mm-hmm. you know okay. every single day and i told him i said listen would you prefer sticking yourself with a needle consistently for the rest of your life? Or would you rather just change your lifestyle and maybe not eat the bun or not eat the rice? But it's hard for locals, mm-hmm. right? Yes. In Hawaii, all we like mm-hmm. eat is the rice and the poi and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> that's why we started this mm-hmm. podcast for our people specifically. Right. Because it's high. Diabetes is high. Heart disease is high. You know, all those things are high in our culture. It so. is. And it's mainly because of the way we eat, especially goat. <laughs> Oh yeah, goat, yeah, that for is sure. Like a yeah. really big thing for our Polynesians, and uh, this is this is a lifestyle um, I feel everybody and anybody can adapt to. You really can because you're not cutting out completely everything. You're just changing a bunch of things to, and it tastes good. 
There's a lot of food out there that you can eat, and it tastes great. Colorful pig and cabbage. That's considered yeah the greatest, but mm-hmm. that is considered a ketogenic lifestyle meal, and everybody can eat that. <laughs> so you, it sounds like you're going to continue doing keto even after my kids are. You've been keto. in remission. My family, oh, my okay. How old are your kids, by the way? So I didn't, my three-year-old, I'm not really strict on her, and my yeah, 10-year-old, yeah. but they eat mm-hmm. very well already. But my son, who is 16, my daughter, who is 18, <clears throat> they live a ketogenic lifestyle. And my son, he's very athletic. He's into wrestling, football, everything. And he said he has never felt as good as he feels now. Really? So, yeah. He has more speed. He feels stronger. He feels very mental clarity is just on point and focused. And he, you know, so even my daughter, she got rid of all her acne. So it has, there's multiple things that being on a ketogenic lifestyle can do for you. That's how I feel. Yeah. And you're seeing it firsthand. So that's what's like, man, that's, that's amazing. It was either. I allow my kids to continue eating the way they eat, but yet here I am changing my lifestyle. But how can I allow them to continue the way they eat, but preach to my brother about his diabetes? You know, there's, if I give my kid candy every day or chips and allow them to eat whatever they want, then that's just feeding them more diabetic choices, right? Yeah. I think it's mm-hmm. better as parents when we make the choice for our children so that we can guide them into making the right decisions when they're by themselves. So does your brother give you a lot of pushback on like, you know, or he gives me he... a lot of pushback, but I, let me just tell you a short story about this one. So he started <laughs> he started about two and a half weeks ago. He cut out rice, oh. he cut out the rice, he cut out the bread. He doesn't drink any soda. He doesn't drink any juice. He's been doing like crystallite because that's that's keto, right? You can do crystallite on. Yep, still sweet. Yeah, right. But he cut down a whole drastic. Now he is down one entire pant size. Wow. I don't know how men mm-hmm. lose all this inches in weight faster than women. Yeah. So unfair, but. <laughs> Sucks. He's I know. feeling yep. a lot better. So he's actually going to do his A1C in two more weeks. And oh, I bet goodness. you, I told him, I said, I have a bet with him going on right now. I said, if you stick to what I'm telling you to do and your A1Cs didn't drop, then I will get you the fattest burger <laughs> or plate <laughs> that you request. Mm-hmm. But I know I'm going to win already. <laughs> Oh my god! I mean, it sounds like it's working already. One yeah. pant size. He's one pant weeks? size down already. Oh my gosh! Yeah, because he started having discoloration in his legs. He's taking, he takes the pills. Plus, he gives himself shots every day. Mm-hmm. And it, but I have seen because I work in the healthcare field, right? So I have seen that. I have seen people with type two diabetes get completely off all of their medications. Yeah. yeah, we interviewed somebody that had type 2 diabetes for like 20 years. Mm-hmm. He did keto for, uh, it was a Tongan guy uh, in Australia. Um, shout out to Afo, by the way. Yeah, he, he was doing keto for six weeks and then hasn't taken medication since. I totally believe it. I totally believe it. 
but you're definitely the first person that's come on our show who's had cancer and now is in remission. And you're a firm believer that keto definitely, I mean, it's, it sounds like, man, it sped up the timeline for all the things that were supposed to happen to you. It did. You know what I mean? So Honestly, I tell everybody that I speak to with this that I feel that keto saved my life. I really do. I can attest to that. Because there is no way that just taking the medication and the way that I felt the first month Mm -hmm. that I would have ever been able to get through as long as I did with all of it. There's just no way. Uterine sarcoma is one of the fastest and one of, there's multiple um, cancers out there, but they are one, it moves at such a fast, tremendous weight, um, speed. Yeah. And uh, normally... What kind of sarcoma is it again? It's a uterine sarcoma. Oh, uterine sarcoma. Jeez, okay. So, uh, with it being working so quickly, it and uh, the amount of places that it spread into, per my doctor, he he just didn't know. He was at a point where he doesn't know what's going to work, what's going to happen, or what's going to what, mm-hmm. but... I totally, I totally believe that changing my lifestyle and being so open to the ketogenic lifestyle and actually moving forward with it, it, I, it had a huge thing that huge, it was huge, and it see, I believe it saved me. Yeah, we could hear it. I mean, we could hear what, it in your voice. Yeah, you know. What, when, was the, when was the first day that you started your keto journey? Um, the first day that I started it was in uh, June, June 1st. Mm-hmm. June. 2009. So I found okay, out yep. when I came back from a family trip that <clears throat> I was like, that's when I found out that I was diagnosed with uterine sarcoma. So that was back in the beginning of May. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, do you incorporate fasting I do. when you were doing this? I do. I incorporate oh. extended fasting too. So the longest I've gone was seventy-two hours. You're doing, you're doing one now. I think I yep. saw a recent I post, right? I just it. I just finished. Nice. Yeah. nice. Seventy-three. I think I did eighty-four oh. hours this one, or eighty-five. Oh. It was almost eighty-six hours. I was 15 minutes shy of 86. Wow. Yeah. I felt, I, I do intermittent fasting daily, so I don't eat anything after 6 o'clock, 6 p.m. Sometimes I do. If I have a sweet tooth, mm-hmm. I'll have like some rebel ice cream or something, a few bites. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. normally I don't mm-hmm. have anything after 6 p.m. And then I don't have my first meal till 1 p.m. in the afternoon. Your um, eighty-four hour fast. Did you uh, just did. consume liquids? I did. Keto um, beam. Coffee. Keto beam. I used a lot of water. Keto I did beam. just straight black coffee, and then I did key nutrients, mm-hmm. electrolytes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you do the electrolytes? So I take keto beam. I do like a shot full of um, electrolyte boost, which. I am a firm believer of that company. I did that through my entire chemo <clears throat> doing from the time I started on the ketogenic diet. And then uh, with... I've never heard of that. 
it's really good. It's just all liquid. It's unflavored. It is the bomb. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, I may have to like get that. It's you know, so get that on the list. I guess I really, really love it. Unflavored. <clears throat> you just have to take one capful and you got your electrolytes in. However, because I intermittent fast hmm. a lot, I I yes. cool more. And Keto Beam, as much as I love them, they are pretty pricey. It's about eighty bucks. Mm-hmm. It's forty dollars mm. bottle, so you oh. get forty dollars for electrolyze and then forty dollars for micro boost. Mm. How many servings? I think it would last like I think it. Well, it normally lasts me like thirty days. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But like a month. But the key nutrients, I think it's ninety servings. It's ninety wow. servings, and mm-hmm. then you just put one capful in, like one scoop into a sixteen ounce bottle of water, and you shake it up and you just drink it. It it actually has some really good flavors. They just came out with a new one. It's orange. It tastes like tang. You can't. Oh, that, that. okay. Mm-hmm. I like tang. Yeah. It's is good. your is your brother on this stuff too? <clears throat> so I just gave my brother a bottle of the key nutrients. So that oh, he could dope. incorporate electrolytes. It, being on a ketogenic lifestyle, electrolytes is very important. And yes. uh, people need mm-hmm. to, you, you know, you need to take electrolytes in. That's the only way I think it just kills, like, your muscle pains and your cramps. And it keeps you hydrated. You don't feel sick. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're fasting because you're, Especially. you know, and you're drinking a lot. You're So a lot of times you're peeing out those electrolytes. Yep. Quite frequently, because I, you know, I probably go number one, like, you know, during a fast, I go like maybe once an hour. Yeah, because I like drink a lot. So you're right, you need to you need to keep that refreshed, keep your electrolytes refreshed. So I'll have to check those products out because I haven't I personally haven't even I haven't heard of them. So and it sounds like it's working wonders. Yeah, it's really good. I really recommend them. And you did. And when did you start fasting when you were? fighting off cancer during oh, did you I start read, it right away or i read an article and it said that extended fasting and intermittent fasting it kills the cancer cells right it works um, remotely for that like it starts killing off all these things that you don't need in your cells because they hate it they cancer cells hate when you fast when you don't feed it they don't they don't like you don't feel it sugar or when you starve it and that's part of the starving process <laughs> So when I read that, I tried it. I tried it only for, I first did 12 hours, then I did 16 hours, and then I went 24 hours, and I worked my way up mm. to three days. The longest I did I was four days. Yep. That's, that's hard, yeah. I, that's my longest, it, too, about four when days. You're not, um, when you're going through it, like, when you go through chemo, like, I had a lot of blisters in my mouth, and I didn't want anything i let alone didn't even want to drink anything but so for me how how weird does this sound like it was easier for me to extend fast while i was going through all of that than it was for me to do it past (laughs) i was like oh my god i want to eat i want that ribeye i want that butter (laughs) so you weren't hungry while you were going through a lot of those those oh no and and then you and then in your mind you were like you know what fasting is gonna help cure yeah like help fight this cancer anyway so you know what I'm just not gonna eat yeah pretty much wow man um what was it what was the name of the book again that it's you started reading for cancer 
Dude, that sounds like. And then, and then you mentioned that you were strict when you when you did your keto. Um, how how did how did you? What do you mean by strict? Did you follow a certain eighty percent, twenty percent, ten percent kind of macros? I tracked everything. I mean, to what was in that book, or like this, Mm -hmm. or lunch, or dinner. Sometimes they don't even have you to eat dinner. You just have a shake. I did everything. So yeah, so it was nice that you could yeah. follow something right in a book that tells you laid out. Otherwise, trying to figure this out on your own might might have been tough, right? Agree, it will be tough. Someone that you can mm. actually go to it's ketofy.me on Instagram. She has mm-hmm. a ton of stuff that if you want like a plan or you want like information on her site, and it's all free. And I would advise go there. Okay. Me. Me. Yep. Okay. I'll take a look. Um, me and Heinz, uh, we always have people asking us, hey, can you come up with a, a food plan for us, like Islanders? And I'm like, oh, man, this would, if, if I had the time or if I sat down with someone to figure it out, I just, you know, I've been doing it for a couple of years, I'll just do whatever. But a plan, people love to have Absolutely. plans. There's, there's, <laughs> A plan, you cannot go wrong with a plan. You just cannot. You can't go wrong with a plan. But there's a bunch of island stuff that we can eat. That is keto, like palusami. Mm-hmm. Palusami, yes. we can eat that. We can eat lao mm-hmm. We can eat luau stew. All those things. really mm. delicious. But we just can't have the starchy stuff, you know? Well, that's and that's why we started this podcast because you know uh, we know that there's still a lot of things that we can eat that we that our people like, and that as long as they just change things just a little bit, you know, and uh, you could still eat a lot of the things that we like, like all the things that you mentioned. It's just. The hardest part, especially like we understand, like the culture in Hawaii. I mean, in Hawaii, we always talk about it like you could get rice everywhere, including McDonald's, you know? So that's why it's like, that's how you know there's culturally starches and rice is like, like you're like people in Hawaii are already fighting an uphill battle because just growing up, you guys are already used to eating rice with everything so that's why it's like dude we gotta like that's why we got that's why we made this podcast we want to like help spread this news out and then having somebody like you that's like that that is basically beat cancer it's in remission now and it's like and just it sounds like the, the the way you're continuing to live your lifestyle, it doesn't sound like it'll come back anytime soon. You know what I mean? Especially if you're a firm believer that keto helped beat all that stuff. So, man, that's just amazing. Now, let's go to get into like you have these meetups. So what? how did that start? So initially, it started with my best friend that wanted to host one. And I was just her. But then oh, she, she does keto. She does keto, but she okay. didn't have a very supportive person with her that she okay. could continue on making the meetup. So she just mm. wanted to drop it. But I was like, "Hey, lady, we live on the island, like in Hawaii, and where it's really expensive." So, uh, there was already a 
few companies that were donating. I was like, I, we, we can't like say, sorry, we're not going to do it anymore. We have to keep doing it. And she's like, sorry, I can't do it. So I took it on mm. and I was like, well, I'm going to do it. I want to do it for the people of Hawaii. Wow. I want to I he- share my journey and I want to hear other people's journey. Now, when I first wow. did the Oahu one, I didn't share my journey. I didn't share real reason why I actually was on a keto diet because I made it on December 7th mm-hmm. and my surgery was on December 19th. And I didn't know how it was going to go. So I didn't want to really say anything on what, I was, what my struggles were. At the time, wow. I just said I did a keto. I started this ketogenic lifestyle because I wanted to be a better me. I wanted to get healthier. I wanted to live longer. I, you know, I just want to make better choices. It wasn't until after that meetup where I announced after my surgery that everything that I was going through. So people that went to the first one didn't know what I had in. I was going through at the time that I continued to plan this first keto meetup the reason why i took it to outer islands is because i have a lot of friends on outer islands that don't a lot of people don't understand and i wish more people would understand what a ketogenic lifestyle by sharing my journey now i know by sharing my journey and what i went through and all the best that came out of it like that can just help somebody. If if I have 30 attendees and maybe even people walk away with really understanding like what this journey has done for me and what it can do for them and their family, I feel like I've won. You know, I feel like yeah. the greatest. Besides yeah. that, in the state of Hawaii, it's really expensive. It's expensive to purchase products when you're on a kid. Yes. It's expensive mm-hmm. to have products shipped over. And if I can help with the process of them trying out all these companies prior to purchasing it, because it can add up, especially here with how much we pay for shipping, everything is added on. So all these amazing companies donated items for free to 30, wow. 30 of, there was 30, there's 30 people at each of my events. The only one that I'm not hosting is in Maui that's hosted by two other people. <clears throat> and gotcha. but these companies the same companies that have donated to me have also donated to them and that's 90 so far and these from just my wow. three meetups and then 30 to theirs so, which companies are these shout out to them man that's dope they're, they're giving free stuff away companies <laughs> so wow. much i will send you a picture on your um message to show wow. you the yeah, companies yeah. but they had t- um the opportunity to have Hawaii rise up, like give to the locals here. And it's it's really amazing. So is your is your event are the, are your events free? It's absolutely or free. You have to, I uh, would not have them pay awesome. to come to an event that there is gonna be donated items that can't do is free from thing is I have it at restaurants in the community that mm-hmm. will service this amount of people just so that we can give back to the restaurant. Everybody has to buy a meal. Okay. Yeah. yeah that's run fair. anywhere from like, I don't know, like eight bucks all the way to yeah. what you want it to be. But yeah. yeah. So that's. And so and you're inviting people that aren't even doing keto. 
Yeah, signed by everybody. It doesn't matter if you're living a ketogenic lifestyle. How are you going to live it if you don't know anything about it? If you want to come and learn more, not really learn, but just be inspired by others in your community and know that there's people in your that are doing it and that are doing it well. And if you have any questions and you want to, like, you just met a friend that could possibly help you change your life. Or know, or know some other people that could use the help. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Or like sometimes like us, like I always talk about it all the time. Like sometimes I need motivation. So man, being around 20 other keto people, you know, and you know, especially on a small island like that, you know, yep. I live on the ninth island. So, you know what I mean? Like, I will shout out like, Las Vegas. <laughs> shout out. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's like, you know what I mean? It's like, man, it's, uh, no, what you're doing is amazing. Like, you're getting the word out there. And I, I have a feeling these things are going to grow. And then people knowing your story will help that. I have one. And it's just a, one of those things one. where. I should have another one coming up in August. It's for 125 attendees. And oh, this where at? Time... In Oahu? Nice. Yeah. And there will be a lot of things. Even the meals will be donated. And that's... um. Mother Prepa, that's what she's called on Instagram. She oh, okay, yeah. The meals for everybody, oh, and awesome. um, and then uh, there's gonna be a bunch of speakers that are flying in that are already located here. There's gonna be personal trainers, give you at like, you know seven minutes move your body kind of exercise that you can take that home with you. There's gonna be obstacles. There, you can bring your kids. There's uh, tons of stuff be happening that day. It's going to be for four hours. And awesome. Yeah, we'll get the word out for that event too. You know, so you brought up something good, like working out. Do you happen to work out? I do. I I have just recently went to the back to the gym. I, oh, but so like while you were fighting cancer you weren't working out i was maybe once or twice i wasn't i wasn't doing it regularly no consistent yeah yeah i wasn't consistent with it wow every day so most of it was just diet no it's just diet yeah wow man that's dope in your in your instagram page um you want to um, give everyone your Instagram handle sure, again. It's keto. And tell them about your upcoming events. Okay. Or yeah. Awesome. So it's keto K E T zero underscore mama M O M M A eight oh eight. And uh, my I do have an upcoming event in Hilo. I'm super excited about that's this coming Saturday. It's from one through one to cronies grill. And then I have another one coming up in August, Saturday, August 15th. And that'll be at Kihe Lagoon. And it is open to 125 attendees. It's going to be nice. an awesome first event. First come, first serve. First come, yeah. Please sign up early. There, I just made an announcement, I think, this last week. I announced it. And I think I only have like 20-something spots left. Oh, wow. Already for the event in August. Yeah. Wow. And how does somebody sign up for that? They just have to DM me and then I'll put them on a list, okay. get their email address, and then I'll confirm with them a month prior just to make sure. But all updates, everything will go to my my um, Instagram. You can find everything. Maybe uh, 
Yeah, maybe what I'll do uh, tonight, tonight I'll, I'll just create a, like a little, like a flyer thing on mine, and people can just go check that and link to it because this podcast, I'm not sure. We probably might not post it until next week, so I'm gonna get your information out uh, for your event this weekend, so we can post something on our uh, story and our news feed, and then get your information so they can follow and message awesome. you if that's okay. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you guys. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Well, I mean, um, man, thank you for sharing all that information with us. Thank you for sharing your story. Uh, like, I've, I've, I've been wanting to have somebody that's like, that's had cancer and, 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 and is doing keto at the same time. And so, it's like crazy to hear your story. I didn't realize it was like, it was like a main, it, I mean, it sounds like it was a major part of how, uh, of how you defeated cancer basically. And now it's in remission. So we just thank you for like sharing your story with us today. Thank you. I, I appreciate you. It was my pleasure. Yeah. And, and do you have any, Shout outs or <clears throat> sorry, advice that you'd like to give people who are starting the ketogenic um, diet or interested in it. What what kind of advice do you give people when they ask you about keto? I tell them that don't give up on themselves. Find out as much information. Wow. And if you need the information, Instagram has a bunch of people that that will help you, mm -hmm. that will motivate you to keep the mama 808. Yes, absolutely. I will always, always be open to helping you with, with whatever I need to. I will be there. And if I don't know the answer to whatever questions you have with like more that you ask, I will find it. I will get somebody that does know and I will get you in contact with them so that you know. But don't give up. It's, in the beginning, it's a struggle. Look for, I, I guess, like maybe two weeks of give yourself a two-week grace. After two weeks, you should be feeling a lot better, even after a few days sometimes. But you have to remember you have to detox your body from all this, all this things that we were feeding. Our Sugar, carbs. Carbs. All that stuff that we grew up that we thought was nourishment to our body is can do harm. It can do harm, and you have to you have to know that it's it takes it's not a, like a snap of the finger. You're gonna be instantly skinny. So if you're looking for that, this is this is not what's gonna. It's gonna take you work. You're gonna work to not eat that carbs or not eat that sugar. There's gonna be a lot of testing times, but. That'll motivate you. And if it's other people and sharing and seeing their stories, there's get in contact with me. I'll put you in contact with that you can follow that will inspire you and motivate you and push you. That's it. Well said. Thank you. Keto Mama 808, everybody. Follow her on Instagram. Thank you. Okay. Take care. Aloha. Yep. Aloha. You too. Aloha.